Always two there are, a master. And an apprentice. One to embody power. And one to crave it. I'm the master, Dan. And I'm the apprentice, Jake. This week, more rebels. More rebels. Uh, we did four, five, and six last time. Today we're doing seven, eight, and nine of season one. Season one, yeah. yeah still. I thought, uh, this is how little I remember about season one. I remember like four or five episodes. Yeah. Until I watched it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. I thought uh, a character showed up in this arc. And didn't? And he doesn't show up until season two. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But anyway, um, these episodes were all kind of important. The first one, I didn't get. The and first I was one like, this is super boring. Yeah, the first one seems like filler, and then yeah. all of a sudden it ties into the next yeah, two. Yeah, I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, uh, it is kind of important. Yeah. They do that a lot in season one. You'll have kind of throwaway episodes where you're like, well, that was, yeah, that was meant for oh, nothing. Okay. And then later it'll be like, oh, all right. But at least they're calling back. You know yeah, I mean? let's tie it in. So, jump right into it. Our first one is called Out of Darkness. This is probably mm -hmm. the most boring episode of the bunch. Yeah. Um, it didn't really feel like much happened. Not really. There was a lot of manufactured conflict in this episode. Yes. But... It's more of conflict between characters than yeah. an actual conflict. Um, so we open with the Phantom being chased by a TIE fighter, mm -hmm. and they quickly destroy the TIE fighter. It's not a big deal. It's a fucking TIE fighter. Um, which is cool, because I guess she has a targeting system or something, but she shoots behind while she's flying yeah. forward, which you don't usually see a lot. Um, but of course more TIEs show up, because, you know, they're like five bucks to put one together, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, they start talking about their intel... Hera's like, uh, Intel is, didn't say anything about, uh, this much Imperial heat. Right. Hera, uh, one tie flies into a rock, because they're dumb. Um, and then Hera and Speed start arguing about, uh, the Intel. Yeah. And, like, and where they're S getting it. Sabine is, uh, concerned because she's not being told everything. Um, they're getting their Intel from someone called Fulcrum. Fulcrum. Who they've never met. Yeah, I thought we were going to meet him, and we never did, so. Yeah. And, uh, so, they're kind of, that's the main plot point of this episode, is, is Sabine, yeah, Sabine struggling to trust Hera. And, uh, Hera tricks the two TIE fighters into colliding, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Sabine struggling to trust, well... Yeah, I guess. Yeah. When, like, feeling like she's not trusted. Well, she feels like she's not trusted, and that makes it hard for her to trust okay. the people who... True. Um, so, the, yeah, the TIE fighters collide, but the Phantom is damaged. We see mm -hmm. that it's leaking some kind of uh, fluid uh, as they return to the Ghost. And, of course, the, the world's greatest repair team, Ezra Zev and Chopper, are put on the case. Yeah. Um, I didn't know Sabine went to the Imperial Academy. That's something that's mentioned here. Is yeah. She was an Imperial cadet. Which Because uh, I think Harris says something about uh, it's on like a need-to-know basis or something, yeah. something like that. And she said, yeah, that's similar to how it was at the Academy. They told yeah. us not to ask questions. So. But I just wanted to say that real quick. I was like, I... Yeah, she, I was, uh, she was Imperial. Well, you got to think, she was raised on Mandalore. At this point, it's pretty much an Imperial-owned planet. Okay. So propaganda runs strong there, probably. Yeah. And then, yeah, the crack, sh the crack shot team. Yeah. Fixing fuckers. <laughs> Ezra Zevin Chopper. And uh, Sabine argues with Harry and Kanan really quickly again yeah. about the, the same thing. And Kanan's just like, listen, I don't fucking care. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's just not leaves. my She's intel, like, man. I, she gives this the intel, I just do it. All yeah. right, I'm in the same boat as you. And he leaves. Um, 
Chopper messes with Ezra while they're they're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like he's got to clean the, the vents, I guess, and he gasses them while Ezra's still in there, which causes Ezra and him to fight and Zeb to give chase when he's trying. He's supposed to be running a diagnostic. Yeah. Which why wouldn't he just? Which if my mechanic was running a diagnostic and then ran off to chase his dog and didn't diagnose my car, I'd be pretty mad. Yeah, that that's why I say it's kind of manufactured conflict in this point. It's like. Would that really happen? I mean, maybe. Maybe. But it just seems so weird. I don't think they'd give you the car back without <laughs> telling you what was wrong with it, though. That's true. Um, so, yeah, they missed the diagnostic, and then Heron and Sabine are like, hey, we're, we're leaving. Mm-hmm. And Sub's like, all right, cool. <laughs> Peace out. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Fulcrum contacts Hera. And is telling him, you know, where to rendezvous and everything. And Sabine kind of tries to get into the conversation and mm-hmm. pisses hair off. Yeah, much. she's like, uh, yeah, what did she say? Like, I can't remember what she uh, said. Yeah, I can't remember. But he's just talking over the intercom. It was snarky. Yeah, it was some snarky. To... Um, and so they're th- we're thinking at this point we're going to meet Fulcrum. Yeah, was, well, yeah. But uh, that isn't the case. They land and. Uh, Fulcrum isn't here. Mm. Fulcrum's nowhere to be seen. There's just a bunch of crates that Fulcrum left for them to pick up, I guess. Yeah. So Fulcrum is very much still hiding their identity. Yes. Do we... So I'm guessing this is the person you thought shows up and doesn't show up for season two? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Do Um, we eventually find out who this is, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay. You got any... Before we go any farther, you got any theories on who Fulcrum is? It's a man. Okay. Sounds like a man because of the voice. Uh... The only people who I could guess would be people already in the Rebel Alliance, so Lando's not really in it yet. Is it uh, Leia's father? Jimmy Smith's? That's the actor's name? Is it Bail Organa? Yeah, is it Bail Organa? I don't know, is it? We've seen him in the show before, yeah, so yeah, it could yeah. be. You're not going to tell me. I'm not going to tell you. I was just asking for a oh, prediction. That's the only person I could... So you're predicting Bail Organa. Yeah. All right. The only person I could think That makes of. sense. Yeah, I mean, this... <laughs> I guess it could be other people, but... So, um, the, anyway, they land and Fulcrum isn't here, but the Phantom is still mm-hmm. leaking. Um, and they, uh... It's prismatic fuel. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like, um... Looks like how an oil slick looks after it mixes with water. Yeah, there you go. Um, we see some animals staring at Hera and Sabine out of the darkness. Or some kind of creature. Yeah. Would be a better descriptor than animal. Um. Beast. And they start loading the crates and whatever, and they talk, uh, they're having this conversation about trust, and she's like, I, you know, I trust you and all, but I don't like the withholding information, and Hera's like, I'm doing it to protect the rebels, cause... Well, and, and blah, blah, blah. Sabine, and he's like, if you get captured... You can't, yeah. yeah. You can't. Plausible deniability. And then that just pisses her off. She's like, I would never release information. It's like, motherfucker. That's not the point. The point is, you don't have to release information. Not that you would. And also, I wish crates in real life were levitating all the time. Dude, my job would be so much easier. I know. I'm like, jeez. Um. But yeah, they talk a little bit about her time as an Imperial cadet. She's like, uh, you know, and they made it miserable for me, and that's why I left, and I don't Mm want to go through that again. And then all of a sudden they find the scratch marks uh, on the ground, and Hera's yeah. like, let's investigate. I would be like, let's finish this up and get the fuck out of yeah. here. That, that would let's be do my our job and not do anything more than we need to. Yeah. Um, 
And so they go inside, and that's when Hera mentions that this is an old abandoned Clone Wars base. And we do actually see this base in the Clone Wars show. Really? Yes. In oh. the in the last season, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay. So um, uh, hmm. we go into this base. You see some uh, rem- remaining uh, Republic stuff. You see uh, one of the, the clone carrier. transports yeah, yeah. and some other stuff. And, uh, it was super cool because I was like, ah, oh, it's fun to see it in a different art It was at this point I realized the music... Uh, that they were playing for the creature. Uh-huh. It's very similar to the music in the movie The Thing. Really? It's like very yeah. kind of ominous and kind I, of dark. I didn't even notice that. And I was like, oh, okay. Cool. So, which I guess it makes sense. It's They're kind of being hunted at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the creature shows itself and it's like a big bat thingy. As, I guess is the best way to describe it. Yeah, like a... A bat tiger. A bat tiger? Yeah. I guess. Call him COVID carrier. <laughs> oh my god. Don't eat it. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and so they run away and they realize it can't come out in the sunlight. Which is weird. So they're like... It's like a vampire It's, it's, it's a bat. vampire bat. It's a vampire bat ta- tiger. <laughs> they, uh, they're like, well let's fucking go then. Let's just leave. Yeah. Uh, but the Phantom is out of fuel. Because it was leaking. Because Zeb couldn't finish the fucking diagnostic. Ah, motherfucker. And so, uh, they're like, oh, that's not good. And so, we cut to Ezra, Zeb, and Chopper doing what? Fighting, of course. Fighting, yeah. And, uh, Hera calls Zeb, and Zeb finally checks the results, and he's like, oh, you might have a small fuel problem. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Hera freaks out on him and whatever. So... They uh, they have to go tell Kanan, who is meditating. Mm-hmm. This is probably the funniest part of the episode. I was about to say, this, this was probably my favorite part. Where they're yelling funny. about, okay, well, let's tell him, but not, yeah. let's make sure he knows it's, it's not, not our, our fault. Fo- yeah, it's not us, not us. And then he comes in, and they come in to tell Kanan, and he's like, Hera's in trouble. And they go, and Ezra goes, whoa, you could sense that? And he goes, no, you guys are yelling outside my door. <laughs> Dumbasses. Uh, which is funny. But um, we cut back to... Uh, Sabine and Hera, and Sabine, there's all these canisters around the base, and Sabine recognizes mm-hmm. them as Rhydonium. Yes. Which we've seen before in The Mandalorian. Which, exploding this much Rhydonium. It's a very... You, you would think that that wouldn't be the best plan. But, I mean, oh well. They decide they're just gonna blow up a shit ton of Rhydonium. That's the I plan. literally wrote shit ton. <laughs> God, God damn it. Yeah, there you go. Um... Yeah, there's just all this Rhydonium sitting all over the place. You yeah. think the Empire would come and collect it at like, some point. Like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, they're going to blow up the Rhydonium. Mm-hmm. They have this plan set up, and uh, finally the asteroid covers the sun, and the creature rushes out, and they start blowing up some Rhydonium. And that's when they realize, there's like a fuck ton of these creatures, there's not just one. This is when I felt like it was a real filler episode. Yeah. there was basically a wave of salt that just yeah. kept going, and I was like... Alright, let's get over and this. Then the, and then th- that's how they were taking it. They were taking it in waves like they're playing fucking zombies or something. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, shoot that canister. That killed one. Oh, that one killed yeah. three. Yeah. And uh, so they just keep blowing up this Rhydonium going mm-hmm. through all these waves. The creatures keep coming. Eventually, Hera and Sabine are pinned back on top of the Phantom mm-hmm. trying to hold their own. And then the ghost arrives. Ah, Days Ex Machina, you know. Yeah. And they save the there day. Was no, there was no real danger. No. Yeah. Uh... And, man, I really want one of Ezra's, th- that stun slingshot thing. It, it doesn't seem to work on anything, though. It, it doesn't work on anything but these beasts. They, like, they get knocked down instantly, and yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Like, Well, the ghost arrives, right? And yeah. they 
come down to help, whatever, and Ezra is about to get, like, eaten alive, and he uses Zeb's catchphrase really quick, and then Sabine saves him. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, they get on the the ship, Hera fixes whatever problem's going on, and they leave. Yeah, the episode was okay. Uh, Not much went on, but I thought it was weird. As they were driving, like, riding away, Sabine shoots the creatures, and I'm like, you know, gone overboard. Yeah. yeah, they're just creatures. It's not like they're evil. Like, jeez, man. But you know, I guess when it's fun, it's fun. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you go into a fucking uh, the woods, which is the home for all these other animals, and you go, "Hey, I'm gonna shoot you, and then I'm gonna eat your corpse." Yeah. One. <laughs> If I saw multiple, I might, but I'm not going to shoot them and leave them, and they're not attacking me, to be fair, yeah. so I don't know what I would do if a pack of uh, bat-tiger vampires... Well, I wouldn't eat anything with me. bats in it. No, I wouldn't eat those. Yeah, no, no. I don't think that's a good Maybe idea. Maybe in a soup form, but... Um, I don't know. I see what you're saying, but uh, it's kind of different, because they were flying away. They're never going to come back. They're not going to eat these things. They're just shooting them cruelly. She's a, she's evil. But yeah, that's pretty Sabine much that episode. Uh, not very. Not a lot happened. Not a lot really happens, but, but it does tie it, into yeah, something. It'll come back in the next two episodes. Um, that takes us into a second episode, which is a part of a two episode arc, kind of, mm-hmm. which is very important uh, to the, the overall story. Oh. Uh, that's this episode is called Empire Day. So, is Empire Day the replacement of Life Day? No, or is it Empire Day is the celebration of the the, the formation of the empire. Okay. Life Day is is a Wookiee, traditionally a Wookiee holiday, but other right. races celebrate it too. Okay. And so we open the episode where the crew is back on Lothal. Uh, yeah. We're on Lothal a lot in season one. Um, Ezra and Kanan are training out in the fields, mm-hmm. and uh, Kanan wants Ezra to connect to a living creature... So they try to have him connect to a Lothcat. A Lothcat, that's what it's called. And uh, the Lothcat kind of jumps on Ezra and just is mean. Kanan connects to it instantly. And this is the first time we kind of get a sense of that line from A New Hope where he says that, you know, it connects all living things. Mm -hmm. That they're able to use the Force to connect to nature in a way. Yeah. I wonder if it's Which is kind of a new Force ability that we've seen with Rebels. Are they... They're not controlling it, but no. maybe they're just communicating with it. Yeah, they're kind of communicating through the Force. Okay. Because, like, if, if you found a tiger out in the woods, you, out in the woods, you're not going to find a tiger in the woods. If you found a tiger <laughs> anywhere. In the savannah. Yeah. And uh, you said, don't kill me, tiger. I'm friendly. The tiger's not going to be like, this dude's speaking Spanish. I'm going to kill him. Yeah. Like, they don't understand. Mm-hmm. But if you had a, an ability to actually connect with their mind and tell you, hey, I mean no harm, don't fucking eat me. They still might eat you, but they'll at least understand you. Yeah. Or if you just, like, connect with them and be like, I, you know, I can, I can squash your brain right now and kill you. And they'd be like, oh, well, okay, I'll help you. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're doing. They're intimidating. Maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, so that's the first time we've seen kind of that side of the force. Yeah, the connection with the animals. And uh, it seems like Ezra's having kind of a rough time. And, you know, Kanan's like, what's going on with you today and whatever. And he's like, it's just a bad day. And that's when we learn yeah. that it's Empire Day. It is Empire Day. It's time to celebrate. The best day ever. 
and of course, right after they go, it's Empire Day, a bunch of ties fly overhead. Yeah. Like, on cue. Yeah. That, that's the equivalent to the Jets flying over the football stadium. Yeah. It's football day. <laughs> um, but uh, Kanan and Ezra go to the cantina, where we see uh, some Thai pilots yeah. from the, you know, the ties we just saw. Yep, yeah. uh, they're looking for a Rodian. So they, they're like, every Rodian they see, they're kind of mean mugging and trying to... Uh, a little racist, but you know. It's pretty racist. Yeah. Because all Rodians look the same, right? Yeah, it'd be like going up to a bunch of Asians, holding a picture right up to their face. Or, is that you? Is that, is that you? That would be pretty racist. Wouldn't it? To be fair, though, all Rodians do look alike. But, to be fair, this particular Rodian is very much lighter skin. Also, um, we find this Rodian later in the episode. Yeah. There's one thing that makes him very distinct from the others. He's That's got a fuck. True, I'm just going to reveal it now. He's got a fucking computer around his head. But in the picture, he didn't. The picture that they were given. But the, the, the whole reason that they're after him is because of the thing attached to his fucking head. And they don't put out a memo, hey, there's going to be a Rodian with a computer on his head. That's the one we need. It would be a lot easier to identify than to just go around looking at every Rodian. I didn't think about that. Because they don't have a fucking computer on their head. Wow. Huh. They just wanted to harass Rodians. Yeah. I mean, the Empire is inherently racist. Oh, yeah. So they probably are like, you know, whatever. I guess he could have took it off is probably the thing. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, maybe they expected him to take it off. It would be easier to hide that way, but yeah. I mean. But he, he didn't. He so. didn't. You would think they had, like, security cameras showing he had it on. or Yeah, who knows. Yeah. Th- that's what I'm going to go with is they probably expect him to take it off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're checking all the Rodians to try and identify um, this one. And then Ezra sees the picture that they're looking at and recognizes him as a guy named Sibo. Yeah, Zebo. So I guess the T-S makes a Z noise? Z? Sibo. Sibo? Sibo. Sibo. Yeah. And a uh, Thai pilot kind of goes up to the bar and he's like, the Imperial broadcast is supposed to be played here at all times. And the guy's like... No one's ever requested it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what's the law? It's the law! So they turned it on. It's just a bunch of Imperial propaganda. They're like, oh, it's a great Empire Day. And then, oh, here's Emperor Palpatine. And everyone loves him because he's our Emperor. Mm-hmm. And he gets taken over. Yeah, and then it gets uh, Travis, who we've seen in a previous one, who leaked the Luminara stuff, uh, takes over the broadcast and is like, boycott Empire Day. I don't have any news for you. Just boycott it. Bye. Boycott it. They're, they're savages. Yeah. yeah. Fuck them. I thought that was funny, this part. Yeah. Uh, we also find out there's a parade that's been scheduled on Lothal. Oh, well, you missed it. An Empire parade. The uh, the trooper says, well, turn that off. That's, oh, yeah, yeah. That's evil propaganda. And then he's like, it's the law. It's the law. Keep it on. got to keep it on. I can't. And he's like, whatever. I'm leaving. Yeah. But the uh, the Thai pilots leave, and then the bartender turns off the fucking yeah. TV. Um, and we find out the Empire has a full planetary blockade to stop... Uh, uh, yeah. Sibo from getting off. For road. one. Well, we, we weren't. It was that's pretty fair. good reasoning. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, Kanan is like, well, 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 what we got going on, they'll be back after us tomorrow. Because he's got some kind of plan for Empire Day. And Ezra's like, yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going to my house. Yeah. And uh, that's where he goes. He starts hearing his mom and dad in his head. He's all sad. Yeah. Which is, I guess, weird. I mean, I guess Jedi have a lot of. Listen, he's an orphan. That's what you got to deal with when you're an orphan in movies. Hearing your parents? Yeah. Wow. You've never seen a comic book movie? <laughs> or a Disney uh, movie? Yeah. 
for any movie. Uh, <laughs> man, there's a lot of orphans in, yeah. in the movie. Well, it's easy to write. I guess. You don't have to write out flushed characters for the parents or anything. Yeah. You just God. have to write about a tombstone. Um, Not to go into movie theory. It's a lot easier yeah. to... Anyways. Anyways. I thought the parade was more of a show of force. Well, we're not at the parade yet. Oh, my bad. Uh, Ezra knows where Sibo is. Yeah. He, he says that out loud. Yeah. Now we're at the parade. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> go ahead and say what you're saying. So, yeah, I feel like it's, it's definitely more of a show of force. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like a parade. It seems like... I mean, I guess... We don't really have military parades here, but I know other countries that are more... That do. It's what really it reminds me of is North Korea. Yeah. Which they parade their yeah. military through the streets and look how strong we are. and It's propaganda. I mean. It really is. Yeah, it's yeah. propaganda and making you want to join it. And yeah. Stuff like that. Like how, look how cool these look people are. Look how great uh, we are, you know. Yeah. Um, one thing I thought was great about the parade was that the parade music playing was a version of the Imperial March, which means that the theme of the Imperial March exists in the Star Wars universe. Oh my god. I love when they do that, but their music exists in the universe. Um, so that means someone's always playing Darth Vader's theme. When <laughs> yeah, this Jeff's right off screen with a violin. Uh, um, but the minister uh, unveils this new advanced yeah. tie. Yeah, the same minister we only see in season one. Yeah, you said yeah. She unveils this new advanced tie, and everyone's like, "Oh man, look at this!" It looks like the other ties. It looks like wings. An, it's an advanced tie. Um, and then, uh, there, we, the, the crew is like, yeah, we're gonna blow that up. Yeah, and was like, oh, that's what we came for. And, uh, the, Sabine starts giving Zeb these bombs, he throws them up, and they're fireworks. And the yeah. minister's like, looks at the, uh, commandant, and she's just like, this, this is great, you know, you yeah. should be proud of yourself. And he's like, yeah, it's real yeah. great. <laughs> Man, I wonder who, yeah, woo! <laughs> Jesus. And Sabine must be a freaking explosion expert she's a pyromaniac yeah she's like i want to know how to make a firework in a thermal detonator yeah. what the hell but uh then uh kanan kind of sneaks around and sets a bomb on the uh the mm -hmm. new tie advanced and then uh stormtroopers catch him but he starts playing dumb like did you see the fireworks they're so pretty and whatever and then ezra shows up to help him he's like i'm sorry about my dad he's just he loves the empire loves he's like woo empire day god <laughs> And then eventually they set it off, and the uh, the tie blows up with a firework explosion, mm -hmm. and the minister gets all pissed. Like, find whoever's responsible, and uh, the crew starts to run away. And that's when we realize the Grand Inquisitor is here. Yep, Grand Inquisitor is here. Uh, is it Callus? Callus is here. Callus is here. Like, they were all here because well, I, I guess mean, they're looking for they're looking for Sibo. Yeah, it's very important. Which, if I was the Emperor, and I found out. There's this guy who has a lot of our information. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, hey, you know what? Fucking Vader, just go handle yeah, this. Yeah, go take care of it. You know, we don't need the B team over here handling it. We also, need the A squad. When they were running away, and Zeb turns around to shoot Callus, how did they not see a giant Lasat standing there, pointing a gun at all of them? Like, like I he was people, flying. He was in the air. No, they were running away on the street. And he was just standing there. Oh, yeah, Zeb was. That yeah, was later was that like, he was in the air. I was like, how How in the world? They just weren't paying attention, I guess. Yeah. I guess there was a lot of commotion. Yeah. They were, like, looking around. The big commotion. Um, but I was like, man, I think I would see a giant hairy beast with a bow rifle pointed at me. <laughs> maybe. But, uh, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. 
But, uh, yeah, so the crew's running away. The Grand Inquisitor's here. Yeah. And they, uh, they communicate with Harry, who's like, I can't reach the rendezvous. There's fucking Imperials everywhere. And Zeb's like, can you make it to the old market? I'll meet you there. And so he splits yeah. off from the group. Uh, Ezra takes Kanan and Sabine to a condemned building. Building that the Empire has deemed off-limits. Yes. It's interesting why, the, why a home would be deemed off-limits yeah. for the Empire. Um, it's because they were rebel supporters or sympathizers. Yeah. And uh, Ezra has a pass key, though, and they go to this house, and he finds Sibo sitting in this hole in the ground. Which I thought was literally just a hole. I thought this was some, uh... What's her name from Rogue One? Jyn Erso. Jyn Erso. I thought, you know, I thought it was some Jyn Erso shit sitting yeah. in a hole. <laughs> well, Sibo's uh, kind of not doing good mentally. He's, like, all over the place. Probably because yeah. he's got a computer in his head. Yeah. Um... And okay. so, uh, Sibo has that implant, it's the, I'm gonna call it the Lobot. The implant. Lobot implant? Okay, fair enough. And, uh, we find out that Sibo has, uh, some pretty important Imperial intel, Stra uh, uh, movement strategies, uh, designs, well, the, their plans designs. for all these planets, so, pretty important stuff to the yeah. Empire, they yeah. don't want getting out. And, uh, so Sabine is like, I'm gonna access this stuff. Yeah, and you know, and then we cut to Ezra. Ezra's being all sulking, moody again. To be fair, you know, if my birthday was on the same day as like the Nazis celebration yeah. day, I, I think I'd be pretty upset. And that's what we learn when Sibo yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. reveals that Ezra was born 15 years ago today. And they're all like on Ooh. Empire Day, and they're like, "Oh, that's Damn. that's tough, Chief." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. Fuck you. And uh, Ezra's kind of in the little basement thing, and he he starts to hear in his head. Uh, Sibo warning his parents about fighting the Empire, and Ezra's parents are all like, yeah, yeah we're going to still fight the Empire, and Sibo's like, think of your kid, and they're like, we are. We want a better future for him. And, uh, you know, we find out Ezra's parents used to do anti-Imperial broadcasts from this basement. It's probably not a smart idea. No. Um, and so, Sabine finds all the Imperial information, and she's like, we need to get him off-world. Yeah. So, that's the plan. How much time is between the last movie in the prequels and New Hope? Uh, 19 years, because oh, Luke is wow. 19 in okay. A New Hope. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. I was, like, super confused, because yeah. I was, like... Ezra, it's a good, um... He was born about the same time. About the same time, so it's a yeah. good it's a good judgment of time. He's 15, so this is about four years before yeah. A New Hope. Okay. Jeez, um, I'm, I'm, like, they had that much time to be th sympathizers, and, like... Yeah. Yeah, they have plenty of time. Yeah. Um, so, Kane and Ezra and Sabine steal an Imperial transport pretty easily. I mean, they're stormtroopers. Whatever. They're stormtroopers. Um, they walk up, kill them. They plow through an Imperial defense pretty easily as the Empire chases them. Yep. And then, uh, you know... Which, I guess these transports are the only thing that's armored in the... I guess. ...entire... Because a tie blows up in one hit, it seems like. These AT walkers should have blew, blown this thing up, but... Oh, well. Um, I think these transports are meant for transporting important shit, though. So, like, maybe we fair. should armor this. TIE Fighters is just to transport soldiers. Who cares? <laughs> transport true. one guy. That's how the Empire thinks. That's true. Um, Cheap labor. So, uh, Callus calls the Grand Inquisitor and is like, Hey, they're here. And the Grand Inquisitor is like, Alright, I'm on my way. Yeah, okay. Um, let's get it. Um, a trooper breaks into the transport 
which I'm surprised he was able to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then just starts kicking the shit out of Ezra. <laughs> Instead of shooting him or... And then uh, Kanan saves Ezra. I mean, yeah. And then the ghost shows up, and Zeb confronts Kalos. He's like, hey, remember me? No. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> nah. nah, what's up, bro? And uh, Kalos starts firing at, at Kanan as they all board the ghost. Mm-hmm. Kallus then informs the Grand Inquisitor because he sees Sibo that they actually yeah, do have Sibo. The, yeah, that's the target we're looking for. And we see uh, the Grand Inquisitor is leading a bunch of TIE pilots, and the Grand Inquisitor is flying a TIE, and he has this badass fucking helmet that he's wearing. Yeah, it was Looks like cool. a knight's helmet, but like a like a darker kind of yeah, scary knight helmet. kind of reminds me of like... With a visor instead of a... Yeah, it reminds me of if Revan had more eye slots. Okay. Like if it had like six yeah. eye slots I on it. You. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. Um, but the ties chase the ghost. The ghost gets hit a couple of times. Sibo finally recognizes Ezra. And he starts yeah. asking... Uh, Was that after he gets like headbutted or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something happened. Yeah. Uh, and then Sibo is like talking and he can't understand him. Because mm-hmm. he's going in and out of basic. Yeah. And Sabine luckily knows every language, I guess. Yeah. Well, and she went to the Imperial Academy. That's true. Well, no, they're... Would they teach other languages? Well, I guess maybe. It depends on... She, but she also knew Hadiz. Because he started speaking Hadiz. I don't know. Maybe she just yeah. likes to learn stuff. Um, Weird. Uh, but she says, he knows what happens to your parents, and then we get yeah. the to be continued. To end that. It's a very important episode. We're learning a lot about Ezra's past. At the end, do we not... Do they not... They shoot the thing? Does that happen at the end of this or the beginning of the next one? They shoot the thing? What? The tracking device? Oh, that's the next episode, bro. I thought that happened right at the end. No, you're, okay. you're jumping ahead. What the fuck? I just unironically use bro and I want to I hate that. <laughs> no, bro. What the hell, bro? Turn it into me, man. Yeah. Anyway, it's a very important episode. Yes. Uh, we're learning a lot more about Ezra, uh, his past, as well as moving the plot forward with the, uh, the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. And his Force ability, like, he stunted for some reason and yeah. stuff like that. We're about to get a lot more of them in this episode, which is a continuation called Gathering Forces. Get Gathering? it? Forces? Because they can use the Force. <laughs> I They're didn't get Jedi. That. I didn't get that. Wow. We open with the ghost still being chased. Uh, Zeb finds choppers down because when the ship got hit, he uh, kind of shorted out. Yeah. And so Zeb takes his place to cover Hera on guns. The ghost is getting shot up pretty bad, and uh, Hera needs Sabine's help. But Sabine's like... I want to help yeah. Ezra with this yeah. thing. And Ezra's like, no, go fucking help. Whatever, I don't Hera. want to talk to this guy. He's anymore. like, I know my parents are dead. Go help. Uh-huh. And uh, then he asks Zeebo, hey, are my parents dead? He's like, you gotta tell me! <laughs> and you know, Zeebo starts speaking another language. He's like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ezra, Ezra's at... I don't remember this part, so I'm going to skip it in my notes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I do understand it. I wrote it down wrong. I wrote Ezra questions why Sibo is so important, but it's Hera that questions. Oh, him. okay. Um, and she's like, well, "Why are we so popular, or whatever?" And they're like, "Oh, we picked up this the Rodian they're looking for." And she's like, "Why?" And they're like, "Oh, they got all this Imperial intel." And she goes, "That's pretty important." Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> and Sibo uh, starts apologizing to Ezra, say, asking him for, to forgive him for what happened to his parents, and Ezra calls him a coward for not saving them. And then uh, Ezra gets called to help Hera so he leaves yeah and, see alone. and they uh, are not able to jump to hyperspace yeah. for a while and that is when uh, the Inquisitor plants a tracker yes. 
onto uh, the ship. And, uh, you know, finally Seabell comes in and he's able to put coordinates into the NAV computer and get them to jump into hyperspace. Mm -hmm. And that's when we, they find out that Seabell probably took Imperial Secrets because uh, these head things are voluntary. So yeah. he probably took Secrets and ran. And, uh, because of Ezra's family. Yeah. The crew finds out that they're being tracked through hyperspace. Gazebo. Which is interesting because in The Last Jedi this happens. The hyperspace tracking they're like, yeah. that's impossible. No one's ever done that before. Which I'm guessing it was not very common. I'm guessing Ryan Johnson didn't watch Rebels. <laughs> is what I'm guessing. Wow, yeah. Which, well, to be fair, there is precedent for it because we also have uh, hyperspace tracking in the, in the computer in Rogue One when she's looking for the Death Star plans. So, uh... Well, so there's not I'm, a lot of hyperspace I'm guessing it's tracking. very hard to do. Because unless you can plant a tracker on someone... And that tracker ain't small, either. That's a, no, it was a massive yeah. tracker. Um, Weird. So, yeah. This is probably the first canonical instance of hyperspace tracking. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, why they said they can't track them through hyperspace in the new one. And then they could, but like, because it would make sense if you could track once you've hyper jumped, yeah. Like, and then be able to know where they are afterwards. But tracking through hyperspace yeah. would be very difficult. Oh, that's weird. I wonder if it just like pings faster. Maybe who knows? So while you're moving, um, they know where you're at. They get Chopper back up into work, and uh, they find out that the tracker is actually on the Phantom. So they had to plan yeah. to detach the Phantom in hyperspace to trick the Empire. But to keep Sebo safe, they want to get the two Jedi off the ship, so the Inquisitor won't sense them, so they go yeah. into the Phantom. Which, all I will say, is in the time that it took them to land the Phantom, take off the tracker, and then get ready for the Inquisitor to show up, they could have just stopped taking off the tracker and then kept going. A little bit of a plot hole there. Yeah, probably. But... That's fine. But they go to the old Republic base from the first episode. Whoa! So it what? ties in. It's back! Um, Why are they going here, Daniel? Well, they're going here. Oh, okay. Because uh, the, all the creatures. <sighs> the creatures. Kanan is like, guess what, Ezra? You know how you couldn't connect to a fucking cat earlier? Oh, that gonna... happened in the last episode! Yeah. Whoa! It's he's all coming like, together! He's like, no, you couldn't connect to a fucking cat earlier. And yeah. Ezra's like, yeah. And he's like, you're connected to a fucking tiger bat now. And he goes, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, so they land there. Um, well, first of all, before they even leave, I'm, I'm missing a key conversation. Oh. Um, Sabine is questioning Ezra about his parents. And mm. like, why don't you want to learn more? And he yeah. goes on this tangent about how he only survived this long because he lost faith in his parents being alive. And because if he believed his parents would come rescue him, he yeah. would have never learned to survive. And then that's why Kanan takes him to the the place, because he's like, well, I'm going to teach you how to connect to animals yeah. through survival. But, okay, but now we're back on the planet. Right. Kanan uh, wants him to connect to these uh, these bat thingies. Yes. And uh, he, it's not working out. And uh, Kanan tells Ezra not to be afraid, and, you know, Kanan asks him why he's afraid and everything, and Ezra's like, I don't know. And he's like, you're a fucking liar, tell the truth. Yeah. And he says he's afraid of the truth. I like when Kanan says everyone's afraid and being able to admit it is brave. Yeah. I feel like that was pretty cool. But Ezra, finally, as he's uh, forgives Sibo, he you know, just blurts yeah. out, he connects to 
the uh, the creatures. And Zebo hears him. Yeah. I think Ezra connects to Zebo in that moment, and that yeah. kind of clears Zebo's mind. Yeah. And, cr- uh, like, this is crazy. Yeah. And uh, we find out that Zebo actually, the reason he got in trouble with the Empire was because he wasn't trying to access all the Imperial information. He was trying to access the Bridger's files to, yeah. to find out what happened to him. Which ended up getting all this Imperial information. Yeah. And so uh, the Empire arrives at the Republic base. Okay, one quick question. Does Sabine dye her hair? Yes. That oh. is not her natural color. Okay. Right. Her hair changes every season, too. Gotcha. So, okay. Cool. Um, the Empire arrives at the Republic base, mm-hmm. and the Inquisitor senses uh, Ezra, senses the creatures as they're walking in. He's yeah. like, something's off here. Yeah. And then uh, Ezra and Kanan are using the creatures to, as like a battalion to attack. <laughs> and they're just sitting there like, They're just sitting go. there. And, uh, and they, yeah, they're fighting. The Grand Inquisitor's like, like they wipe out all the stormtroopers in there, and then the Grand Inquisitor just cuts one of the creatures down. Is like, yeah, that's not gonna work on me. Yeah, did you expect to make these things fight for you? Come on. And we get a little Kanan and Grand Inquisitor fight. More lightsaber fights. I always love that. Yeah, and uh, the Inquisitor just schools Kanan. He fucks him up. Yeah. <laughs> he knocks him out. So she's in the Force more, and like. Ezra takes Kanan's saber and you think this is going to be an imp- a powerful moment where Ezra has, takes up a saber and has his first lightsaber fight and then Grand Inquisitor just takes the saber I loved that. I thought it was so funny. And, uh, um, the Inquisitor just kind of taunts Ezra. He's like, yeah, I'm going to kill Kanan and then I'm going to kill all your friends. And he's like, you and should join the dark side because that's cool. Well, see, and he wasn't like, oh, you should join. He's like, and then you're going to be on the yeah. dark side and you're going to be my apprentice and, like, that's going to happen. And, and Ezra gonna... starts to be start to get afraid and angry yeah. and he's like no. i'm not gonna let that happen and then all of a sudden he connects with what i'm gonna call the queen because this giant fucking bat creature just jumps out of hell yeah just I, like why haven't we seen it earlier who knows it was sleeping she was taking a nap it is fucking big and so the inquisitor's gotta fight this fucking queen and he opens up both sabers and his other yeah. double saber and he starts going fuck but uh kanan uh Seems to be worried about yeah. Ezra doing this, and Ezra passes out. So Kanan goes to check on him, and then uh, he's like, "We got to get out of here." So he's carrying Ezra out, takes his saber conveniently, mm-hmm. and yeah, they, they have always have to do that. They uh, they escape on the Phantom. They're pretty lucky, but yeah, they, they escaped. Uh, Kanan explains to Ezra that uh, in that moment he became vulnerable to the dark side, and that's why the creature was so violent when he right. came yeah. out, and that he has to be. Careful to control his emotions when connecting mm-hmm. to creatures. Well, in general, but especially when connecting to creatures. Yeah. Um, Ezra and Kanan return to the ghost, and Kanan... Tara's about to presumably tell Ezra what happened to his parents, and Kanan's like, Nah, nah, he needs to be alone. Yeah, no, no, don't, 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 don't do that, don't do that. And uh, Kanan's like, we need to talk to Hera, and then we never see that conversation. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen yeah. here. A lot and of then, stuff happens And then Hera, Hera's like... Now she's giving Sibo to Fulcrum. Yeah. And we don't, we don't get to see who Fulcrum is. Yeah. Like, everything, like, all at once happens off screen. You're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> they do that intentionally a yeah. lot through this season to give you the feeling of the crew, whereas they're not really sure to the larger rebellion. Right, right. Um, Sabine gives Ezra a hollow disc, the one from his house, and then uh, he opens it, and it's a picture of little baby Ezra with his parents. So cute. And that's how we end the episode. Yeah. 
So what do you think of these three episodes, Jake? So the first one, I was like, like about to fall asleep because I was like, this is boring. And then once we got to the second one, I was like, oh, Empire Day. Oh, this is getting cool. And then the third one, I was like, oh, shit. By the end, I was like, I want to watch more Rebels, man. Yeah. What the hell? I liked it. I liked it. I, it's, a, it's a good yeah, little... It went full compass. It's a good little three-episode three, three episode package deal. And I definitely like that this one is a series more than just episodic. Yeah. Whereas, like, Clone Wars, I guess it was a series, but it was it, It's more not episodic. chronological. Right. Yeah. Except for the like the last they're, season, they're based on pretty much arcs. Right, they're, those are arcs. This, it has consequences. Everything yeah. is leading to something else, and I like that. Well, uh, Jake, uh, do you know what we're doing next week? Uh, no. no. What are we doing next week? So, um, recently, earlier this month, Star Wars started adding some older content Ooh, cool. to Disney Plus yeah. under the tagline uh, "Star Wars Vintage." Star Wars Vintage. Including okay. the Ewok Adventures, which we've watched one of. Yes. We're we not have. doing the second one, don't worry. Okay. Not yet. Yet. Um, but they also added uh, the cartoon from the holiday special, but not the whole holiday special, which I find weird. Okay. But they also added two older animated series, with the third animated series coming soon. Wait, what? <laughs> so, we're going to watch the 1980s classic animated series, Ewoks, next week. We're going to uh -huh. cover the first three episodes of Ewoks next week. Okay, yeah? Yeah. We are. We're yeah. going to do that? We're going to do Ewoks. The first three episodes. Who's going to be your co-host next week? <laughs> I'll call it Nick. I don't oh care. Oh my god. Uh, the best thing is they put the old, the, the original Clone Wars series on, on there too. Oh, cool. Which is very good. Yeah. And people love it. And so I decided we're not going to cover that. We're going to cover the we're Ewoks. We're going to cover the fucking Ewoks instead. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Because I've never seen Ewoks, I'm interested, I'm intrigued. I do know, the one bit of information I do know about this show, because I've never watched it, yeah. is that something happens in the first episode that gives the Ewoks ability to speak basic. That's all I know. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, I'm excited for it now. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to either hate it or love it. I feel like it's going to be one or the other. We'll, we'll see. It, it, but if it's like the Ewok adventure, I'm going to fall asleep and it's going to be boring. I think it'll be better than the Ewok Adventure. I hope. I it's anime. It's made for kids, so they need to hold... Well, I guess the Ewok Adventures are made for kids, too. I don't know. We'll see. This is made around the same time period, so... But the other animated series that's coming soon that I haven't put out is the old Droids cartoon. Oh, So okay. we'll probably cover some of that, too, when it, sure. it comes out. How many... Is there one season of this? There's two seasons of Ewoks. They got a second season. They got a second season. 26-episode run. 26 episodes? Are they like 12 minute episodes? Or no, they're 22 minute episodes. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see this. So we'll, uh, we'll watch the first three episodes of, Sweet. of Ewoks Season 1. Awesome. And we'll report back. This is, it'll be a first time viewing for both of us. So. It will be. So we're going to have not a lot to talk about, yeah. probably. Or we'll a ton. We're a ton. Yeah. So that's next week Ewoks, the classic non canon series. So thank you guys for listening this week, and we will see you next week with Ewoks. Awesome. Bye-bye.